Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Sunday morning, June 16th. It's Father's Day. So we're reading John chapter 10, verses 1 through 15. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because the hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. So there's a lot of different kind of mixing of metaphors here. There's definitely this idea that Jesus is the good shepherd. Uh, That's repeated throughout. There's also an idea of Jesus being the gate. And I've heard some people try to explain this away, that the shepherd kind of would sit in between the pen and become a gate between the sheep so that they would go in and once all the sheep were in the shepherd would kind of lay across the gate I honestly don't know if that's the way it worked or not I've heard people say both both things that that's true and that that's not true but either way what I see in this passage that's very interesting to me is this idea of hearing the voice of God and knowing God Um, there's a sense in which um, the sheep hear their shepherd's voice, and they know their shepherd's voice. And I do know that shepherds do have kind of distinctive calls for their sheep, and that um, sheep will follow their own shepherd, and they won't follow um, other people that aren't their shepherd. And so there is a sense in which knowing the shepherd, um, the sheep should know their shepherd. And this is uh, one of the things Jesus brings out in this metaphor, um, that Um, the sheep hear the good shepherd's voice 
and they follow and they're led out by the shepherd who cares for them. But they won't follow a stranger uh, because the stranger doesn't care for them and ultimately doesn't have their best interest in mind. I think so many times, especially when people are younger, uh, we begin to think that that God doesn't always have our best interest in mind, that God's trying to hold something back from us. And maybe we don't just think that when we're younger. But but that's kind of what Adam and Eve got into as well. Um, Adam and Eve in the garden thought, well, there's this one tree that God's withholding from us. And so if we would eat that, then we might be like God, knowing good and evil. That was the temptation from the serpent. And so many times we live our lives as though God is trying to keep something from us. But here in the middle of this passage, it says, I've come, they may have life and life to the full or life abundantly. Uh, so ultimately, Jesus' goal for us is to have the best life possible. Um, how do we do that? Well, we surrender to the Good Shepherd and we learn to hear the Good Shepherd's voice. This is why we've been talking about silence all week. Uh, silence is one of the ways where we slow down and we just listen Uh, for the shepherd to speak to us. And the end of the passage gets back to the same idea that it's in listening that we know the shepherd. Uh, We don't just know about the shepherd, but we actually know the shepherd. And uh, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Uh, It's a good question for us. Do Do we know God and not just know about God? Are we in a relationship to the extent that we are willing to to speak truthfully about ourselves, we're willing to pour out our love for God, and we're willing to listen to the Good Shepherd and do what He says. Um, and that's, that's really the quality of what it means to be uh, a sheep, is to follow your shepherd. And so uh, Jesus is saying, I'm a Good Shepherd. I have your very best in mind. In fact, the life I want to give you is so much more full than the life you're trying to figure out on your own. So trust me, listen to me, and follow me. And so I think that really is how we find the best life possible. It may not always be an easy life. Let's don't get that confused. But we will know that the shepherd is always with us, no matter what kind of terrain lies ahead. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.